Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. You were talking about just kind of the, the difference that we see in kids who learn how to ask questions and kids who know how to think for themselves and in homeschooled kids. And I think so often we don't give enough credit to really what homeschool kids come out looking like. Like we we think that they need to be the most academic types, right? They need to know all of the information stacked up in their brains and they need to have all the smarts better than any public school kid in order to say, oh, our homeschool child is successful or we've been successful in homeschooling our kids. And the reality is a lot of kids come out of homeschooling, maybe not with all of the knowledge that we think they would learn, but they come out so much better prepared for life and for adulthood because they have not been in a public school classroom being taught in sync with everyone else in the world. They've just been taught differently. And I think we have such an advantage um, of teaching our kids this way. I have one daughter who's more academic than the other, um, one who doesn't love academics that much, but she's crazy smart and she knows things that I'm like, I don't even know how you know that because we've never really talked about that or covered that. But she just knows things because of the world that she lives in and because she's curious about life. And so I think if she had been, you know, both my girls, if, if we put them in a classroom, um, they would have a very different kind of life education. And so I love that what you do at Unbound is you're really teaching these kids about life. And so we talked about ASK and about them asking questions. Um, your your acronym is ADULT. It's ASK, DO, UNDERSTAND, LIVE, AND THRIVE. And that's kind of your framework for learning and teaching. Um, so the next one is DO. Talk about what that means and how ASK and DO go hand in hand. Yeah, so I graduated from college and I went to work for uh, the college I graduated from. And uh, in, in fairly short order there, I was the director of admissions and I reported to a retired Marine Corps colonel, which is an, an oxymoron. Marine Corps colonels never really stopped being Marines. Um, and so I was working for him and he said something one time that kind of annoyed me. And he said, I'll tell you how this works. 4.0 students go on to work in higher education. Uh, 3.0 students, B students, uh, go into middle management and they never get any higher. And C students are CEOs. And as an A student, <laughs> I wasn't so sure what I felt about that. Um, but, you know, as I've grown older, I've watched that kind of play out. And there's a reason for that. And it's not because academic people can't be practical. It's that we have a system of education that is very answers-based, as we talked about that in our last segment, um, that, that defines success by being able to know these answers in a measurable way. And in the past, that wasn't a bad thing because you would move into a system where knowledge was handed down in a measurable way. So I went to work at the admissions office and there was a dean there and they had mastered admissions because to master admissions, you got really good at direct mail marketing and campus tours. And a lifetime of that was what you passed on to the next person. So there was a hierarchy. There was the dean and the director and the assistant directors and the counselors at the bottom. And you spent your time becoming a counselor and assistant director and you worked your way up by getting better and better at that system, which was handed down in systematic bite-sized pieces. But when I came out and graduated, the entire world of admissions got blown up by email marketing. And then it got blown up by websites. And then it got blown up by something called Web 2.0. And then it got blown up by social media. And then it keeps getting blown up faster and faster all the time. And it's inverted the entire hierarchy of, of, of work. Now, some young kid who comes in knows more about how people communicate than the people that have been there 30 years. And the result is just complete chaos, no matter what industry that you're in. 
It also means that this idea that somebody that's really good at following rules and really good at doing getting measurable results is going to be the best at something is only true in a few narrow fields now. In most places, the people that do best are the people that go, what is my problem and how do I do something about it? And so that requires you to ask a question and then it requires you to take action to test that theory and do something about it. And then, and this is a really weird part, it requires you to have the ability to fail and then figure out what you went wrong and do that again, and to do that rapidly, a rapid iteration of that. Now, that's really interesting because traditional education does not teach things that way. Traditional education says if you fail, it's catastrophic. If you get a B, you no longer have a 4.0. If you have a C, you really don't have a 4.0. And now the whole house of heart cards comes down. You can't get into a good college. You won't get a good scholarship. You won't get a good degree. You'll be, insert whatever job is terrible here for the rest of your life. <laughs> that's not the way it works. I mean, that's just not the way society actually works, right? In fact, you need people that can come out and say, whoa, technology disrupted that. What's going on? Oh, I better ask a good question. Now I better take action, try that. That didn't work. That didn't work. Oh, that worked. Oh, look, technology disrupted it again. That didn't work. That didn't work. That didn't work. That worked. And have this quick iteration. So we call ourselves a project-based education company because students in our program, first-year students have to take an idea from an idea to reality as the heart of what they do. That's, that's more important than their grades, more important than their courses, and more important than anything else that they do. Our second-year students have to take somebody else's idea from an idea to reality because you don't always get to be a solo entrepreneur. And third-year students have to play a leadership role in running a team that takes somebody's idea from an idea to reality. And the point of that is that now the heart of the educational system is actually doing something. You have to take your academic stuff that you learned about and you have to ask questions, you have to apply it, and you have to try it. And I don't care, you know, in a job place, I do care much about your outcomes, right? That's really important. But in this thing, I don't care so much about your outcomes as I care about your learning process. If you fail, that's okay. As long as you explain to me why and what you do differently. If you succeeded, great. It's always fun to coach from a win. Um, but the heart of this is actually getting your hands dirty and doing something because you don't live in a world that's systematic anymore. It gets disrupted pretty much constantly, like right. things like AI, like we talked about last segment. Yeah. So how do you do this practically with your kids? What does that look like on, you know, kind of a day-to-day, week-to-week basis? Yeah. So we do a couple things. One, we constantly, uh, so, uh, I almost said subject them to, and that's not what I meant. <laughs> we constantly expose them to what we call <laughs> subject matter experts. That's where the subject came in. Uh, SMEs, people that have been there and done that. And so, you know, every month they have a, a webinar with somebody who's been very successful, whatever it is that they do. And they go on that webinar and we ask them, like, you can talk about anything you want as long as you tell what you learned. Mm-hmm. And so then we're having them take courses. So they're taking online courses and things of that nature. But then they're in a team of other students and we're constantly challenging that team, those individual students to frame all this in light of their project. So that means if you come into Unbound as a first year student, from the very beginning, we say, in order to successfully complete this program, you have to take an idea from an idea to reality. So the first part of the year is what's your idea? And the second part of the year is how are you going to do it? And the third part of the year is do it. And now you're doing this in the context of getting courses that we say, understand these courses in context of the reality of what you're about to do and understand these SMEs, these subject matter experts in the context of them saying that they have been there and done that. And how does that apply to you? And so all of a sudden the focus comes from get great grades and don't, and don't get a B to take all this information that's coming into you and figure out how you can practically apply that. Mm-hmm. And that sounds subtle, but it's not. It's actually completely changes the context of education. Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. 
And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution. 